Hello. Hey, Chill. How you doing? I'm good, and you? I'm good. Okay, we about to get this party started, eh? All right. Okay, let me just see. I want to make sure I can see everything. Okay. Well, I um, oh, I see you got your keyboard set up and everything. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining in um, this evening. I am here, Chandra Perdue, content creator, producer of Unfiltered with Cara Jones Unlimited LLC podcast. I am excited tonight to have an old friend online with me, Mr. Henry Chillis, also known as J Chill. That's J C H I L L. And before we get started, um, you know, Car Jones Unlimited is a performing arts company, but it is founded on Christian principles. I am a preacher's kid, a PK, and typically at all of my staged events, I try to start out with prayer. And in light of all that we have all witnessed via media, social media, in the past few days, weeks, this week in particular, I wanted to have a moment of silence. I won't specify or call out any names, but I just ask that we pause for a moment of silence and within ourselves speak the names silently of those who we know have departed and their families. Thank you. Coming out of that, I also ask, you know, I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor now, and I humbly ask and admonish each of you here um, viewing this live via my Cara Jones Facebook page, as well as those of you who might um, view it later on YouTube, listen to it on Anchor, um, Breaker, Cast Pockets, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes, whatever platform you may come across this um, podcast episode, I just ask that you pray for our nation, pray for yourselves, be kind. We are in the midst of a pandemic of which we have no control, but we need to pay attention to all of the different instructions that are being given to us by designated medical professionals, our leadership of this country, continue to pray for them, of our states, our counties, our cities, pray for the world. If you believe in prayer, I do, I know that prayer changes things. Pray to your God, your higher power, whatever or whomever that is for you, okay? Now that we have that out of the way, let me get with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, um, can you hear me clear? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Your, your volume's a little low for me. Is Can you adjust yours up a little bit? I can certainly try. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't know if that did any better, but uh barely. <laughs> oh man. Uh -huh. Okay, that's good. That's good. So I wanted to get started. Um you know, it, it's been almost four years. It'll be four years come Labor Day um twenty twenty that I initially um was introduced to you. Wow, yeah. I actually met you via um, A Young and One Nation, yep. the gospel group. Um, I guess founded by Adrian Young mm -hmm. in Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. I was so honored when she accepted my invitation for the A Young and One Nation gospel ensemble to perform as the opening act, in fact, at the launch of my performing arts company, Car Jones Unlimited, entitled the CP Associ underscore CJU Multi-Genre Explosion. And remember. you remember that? I remember. <laughs> it was a fun day. It was an all-day event. I was about to say it was an eventful day. Very much. I know, right? And it was like I was just so excited, you know, to to be um, amongst all the greats, the local talent, and um, Peggy Scott Adams. You know, blues legend Peggy Scott Adams was my headliner with the Funk Nation band, but you were the MD, meaning the musical director of the opening act, and it was a gospel band. So here we are today. Let's fast forward. We're going to fast forward four years. And I just want you to, you know, just fill me in because people, you know, you, you're from Montgomery, right? I'm from Montgomery. Born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama. Born and raised. Capital City. Okay, yep. so a lot of people in the Gump, as we call it, Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama, the Gump, G-U-M-P, they probably know you, they've come across you, they may have worked with you, but not everybody. So no. can you just fill us in, you know, I call you chill, and you okay with that, right? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, okay. So chill, can you fill the world in on how you got into music? How did that happen? Um, I should have had my mom in here. Um <laughs> uh, honestly it's uh it's something my parents told me that that was prayed for before I was even born. Wow. So uh, my my dad was self-taught. He taught himself to play piano and when I finally got interested in piano okay I was like 8 years old and okay. uh, he just taught me what he knew. You know, he didn't go to school for for it. He was just self-taught, God-given gift. So he just taught me the same way, and I just took what he taught and ran with it. You know, kids, go with it. 
And that was your dad, you said? My dad, yep. So your dad plays keys? Yeah, he played keys as well. Okay, so you learn like me. I started playing piano by ear. Yep, yep. So how old were you when you started? I was eight because I actually uh, I actually started playing drums. You know, every little kid on drums, I was like two, and I could already keep a steady little tempo. Okay. So I follow I follow daddy with with a pair of sticks in my pocket. So that that was me up until I you know finally. It's like, hey, what you doing over there on them keys before I got that interest? But Wow. That's amazing. So um, when you started playing, you guys had a, a piano at home or keyboard? What did you have to play on? Piano at home and uh, keyboard. We okay. had keyboard. We had a couple keyboards. And uh, we didn't have a drum set. The only drum set... I knew it was the drums at church. Okay, so what did you do at home? Beat on pots and pans? Oh yeah, I, anything that was that sounded similar to a drum. Yeah, we put it all together and make I'm gonna make a drum set out of everything, oh. one chains and all. How precious! How precious! How precious! <laughs> so, when did you formally start training in the music? Um, I don't think I ever did. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I ever did, but I will say I had uh, some mentors along the way. Um, when I got in middle school, I went to South Lawn Middle, okay. and uh, I had uh, Patrick Nelson. He was the music teacher over there, and he he you know he tried to teach me some things because I was already I could already play, so he tried to give me some formal instruction. But I mean, I was only there for a year, so. No, after that, I was over the car. <laughs> okay. Oh, you a Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Y'all hear that? All you Wolverines out there from Carver High School, one of your alums is on here with me. A Once shout a out to Carver. Yeah. <laughs> that green and gold. Okay, okay. Gotcha. So, Mr., you said, Pat, was it Patrick Nelson? Patrick Nelson. Okay, so he was your music instructor. Was was it a band or orchestra? Or I was the choral. Um, yeah. It was choral. We were in the choir, and uh, it was crazy because I was in the choir, but I I played the drums for the choir though. <laughs> okay. So did you eventually move over to the keys? I, he there were a couple songs that he he worked with me like after school to that I could learn to play for the choir, and uh, he would let me play a couple of those songs with the choir on piano. Yeah, I actually eventually moved over. Okay, okay. So at some point then, because what I know about you, I'm used to seeing you on that keyboard behind you, one of them. That's <laughs> what I'm used to. When I see you uh, at the multi-genre explosion I did, or B.B. King, you know, when I saw you at um, Bishop um, Keith, what is uh, Bishop Keith's um, last name? Moore. Keith Bishop Moore. Keith Moore. When I saw you at his church, you was on the keys. <laughs> so when did you start officially playing keys? Uh, I was about 10. I wow. played at my, my first church <laughs> at 10. Oak Grove number four, it was in Union Springs. Oh, really? Okay, I've been to Union Springs. I did my um, second annual Diamond 
Divas T there at Pizzazz Dynas. Okay. Yeah, deep in the woods. <laughs> oh, that's in the country, baby. That's the it country. The country. <laughs> yep. Okay. So you played there. You were the regular, um, what, pianist, music director? Just play, yeah, that's the, just the pianos, pianist. Um, it was, you know, because I would just show up on Sundays, so I would just have to play whatever, you know, whatever they sang. I had to just follow and find it and go. <laughs> you didn't have rehearsals, like on Thursday nights or something? They, that church, they didn't have rehearsals, no. And then they eventually started trying to do it after service, but like they, you know, but I, I didn't stay down there that long. I don't remember being that long. Okay. Yeah. The, my cousin, uh, older cousin of mine, was the pastor, and he okay. ended up pastoring the church up the street from there, and I played at that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how it goes. You know, when I was growing up in San Francisco, California, where I'm from, you know, we, we used to, what we call, we used to church on Sunday, oh, and yeah. it was like, we would start at Sunday school in the morning. And then we would have that morning service, you know, 11 o'clock. And then in the afternoon, we'd have one o'clock service. And then we'd go. Okay. So that's that's o'clock. like my home church. That, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's like so my a home lot church. of us musicians started in the church. Gospel is actually the genre of origin for a lot of music artists who are like in rhythm and blues, you know, R&B, um, pop. You know, Southern Soul even, right? Yeah. So I see you got your start there. So let, let's speed on up the road a little bit because, you know, you've done some exciting things. And I, I want the people to just know <laughs> what this, I'm going to call you this, no offense, because I know you're a grown man, but what this Bama boy is doing, because you you have been doing some remarkable work, Chill. And I am just so blown away and impressed by the doors that God has opened for you. So, so tell me, matter of fact, why don't we do it like this? Why don't you play one of them tunes <laughs> for those artists whom you have produced recently that we may have seen on television? <laughs> From what I understand, there is a syndicated television music entertainment, live entertainment show that you have, through which I should say, you have worked with some serious artists. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was the first one? Uh, the the first artist was uh, Kirk J. Kirk J. from The Voice. <laughs> the Kirk J. The that country Kirk singing Kirk the J. Country. from Alabama. <laughs> from Bay Manette. Bay Manette. Oh my God! I had yeah. heard this, and you know, we did, you know, touch it a little bit, but you know, I wasn't trying to go there with you yet. So, did you know him before he went to The Voice, Kirk J? Oh, okay. Oh, how did I meet Kirk? Um, I was man, this is crazy because I, I we didn't talk about this this person. Um, I was working with another guy who is now, I mean, who's currently 
on American Idol. And uh, I didn't even know he was on American Idol. I saw him post some, something the other day or whatever. What? But, but he came he, he came to a session. Kirk pulled up. I had no clue who he was. But him and the other guy, they were good friends. And uh, he pulled up. And he was like, yeah, my friend's going to pull up. And he, he can sing, man. I'm going to let him sing. And I'm going to let you guess what he sings. Okay. And then he came. And I'm looking at him. I was like. And he probably sang blues because that'll shock everybody. I'm like, he probably a blues singer. I was like, you sing blues? He was like, nah, man, I'm a country singer. And this was this was probably the summer leading up to him going, actually going out to the show. Okay. So that's when I met him. Uh, and that was the first time I met him. And we, we didn't really have any interaction after that um, until... Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I was working at BB King's. <laughs> I was working sound. I was working okay. at sound at BB King's, and I saw he had a band because he had told me about it, but I never heard him. Heard people talk okay. about him, never heard him. Saw the band, and um, just like he had heard about me, and we had never saw each other work, basically. Okay. And uh, he called me down. He was like, "Man, can you sit in on a song on on keys with me?" And I was like, nah, man, I'm just, I'm cool. I'm going to stay up here. And then I ended up going down and playing a song. And after that, we exchanged information and we ended up working on a song before he went to The Voice. Wow. Yeah. So when he went to The Voice, by the time he went to The Voice, you had already worked with him on a song that you were producing? Yes. And had we... <laughs> finish that process he could have actually released that song on his in the finals he could have released that song we were so we were close <laughs> we were close wow and see you know that's the funny thing that's the funny thing about this industry you know i tell people all the time you got to stay ready yeah you got to stay ready you don't know when god is gonna make that introduction open that door you know Right. Where you are presented or have access to the worldwide stage. We just don't know. For you, it started, I guess, with him, right? Kurt Shea? Um, I guess uh, on that side, because on gospel, I mean, I've, that's been all my life. And me and my brother, we, we started like on stage at like 12 and 13. Wow. So yeah, I, I think I've met everybody in gospel, like from Kirk Franklin to on down, like to to the quartet groups. I mean, yeah. Now you talked about your brother Anthony. My brother Anthony. Okay, <laughs> Anthony then, played at my church. Um, I met him at the multi genre, but he played at my church in Millbrook. Okay. Play there on Sunday mornings. Yes. What did he play there? What was he playing? He was playing. The keys. Okay. <laughs> he played the keys. Okay. Y'all be all over the place. All over the place. Because, you know, he, he he was originally, like, the drummer. And I was keys. He was drums. And we were like a two-man band. Wow. Why not? Why not keep it in the family, right? Get a gig and tag along. Why not? Oh, yeah. I mean, we got to feed each other. Why not feed your brother and vice versa? 
Right. So, so what year was it that you um, started working with Kirk J? Uh, I want to say uh, 2018. 2018. What was the name of the song that you produced for him, sir? Uh, that song was uh, Hard to Breathe. Oh, okay. It's Hard to Breathe. Um, he didn't release it yet as a okay. single, but he, you know, his uh, his album is actually dropping this year, this summer. Um, yeah, I heard. July. Okay, yep. cool. That's right around the corner. Right around oh, yeah. the corner. And I know that he um, has performed in Montgomery. Alabama at BB King a couple of times. I think was it this year, earlier this year. Um. Well, last year. Okay. Um, yeah, last year sometime. Okay. But uh, yeah, he he definitely hit BB King. That's like he pop up. <laughs> he pop up over there. Got it. Got it. And through him, I understand there was even another artist that you met who performed on The Voice. <laughs> oh yeah. In the top 10. I mm -hmm. think it was, was it season what? Season 15. 15. Mm -hmm. Who was that? Mackenzie Thomas. <laughs> you see, I'm just shaking my head. I'm in awe of God and what he has allowed for you. This young man from Montgomery, Alabama, who initially did not have any formal education, training and instruction in music, has worked with music artists who were featured contestants on The Voice a show that most of us watch every week in season 15. Two artists, one in the top three, Kirk J, and then one in the top 10, Mackenzie Thomas. Do you have, can you play one of her songs? I can. Because I, I, what song are you going to play? You Because you helped produce, how many songs did you help write and produce for her, Chill? Um, I produced it. All the songs on, on the EP, um, with the exception of one, um, Martez Banks, man, that's my dude. He, he played the guitar, and he, okay. wrote, he, he wrote and produced the song And I. Okay. And I, I, still, I played and put a little color on it, but, I mean, that's his joint, though. I love that joint. Okay. But, the rest, but everything else is, is, I produced all the, the records on the EP. And I wrote, yeah. I, I wrote one. Uh, on there and time on you time on you so what yeah. are you gonna play what can we hear i'll play i'll play you a verse of time on you and uh yeah we'll go we'll start there okay <laughs> I can't believe that you played me this song I guess I should have known No time of I was around I can't believe I'm with you writing this song I know I'm gone But I guess I'm still wasting my time on you Oh yeah 
listening to much radio music lately okay I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest I'll be transparent but I remember this song I didn't know it was her though yes. See, that's why I asked you to play it because you know these songs are on um, the internet the airwaves radio whatever and people they hear the song they know the lyrics they know the voice but they may not know the name of the artist okay so True. That's why I wanted you to play the song so that when people hear that song and they hear that name, Mackenzie Thomas, oh, yeah. they remember Jay Chill. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, that's homie from the gum. Oh, yeah. That's the homeboy, oh, yeah. you know, that, that helped produce this album. Oh, yeah. We want your name out there. We want to put it out there so everybody knows, you know, who you are what talent and gift God is giving you and how you are available, you know, to help others, you know, because she didn't know you. She True. met you, you know, through your association <laughs> with one of her colleagues, so to speak, on The Voice. They were right. in California recording you in Alabama. <laughs> You're right. Am I right? You're right. Okay, so it's called Network, right? So that we want to get that association out there because there's so many, I have met so many aspiring artists, so many up and coming artists, so many artists who, you know, they have um, lyrics that they may have penned, but they have not put the music with it, or they may have the music and they may not have the lyrics, or they may have both, but they haven't found the right producer. Right. So, okay, world, here's Jay Chill. And before we close out, he's going to share with you how you can get in touch with him, to consult with him, you know, and how he can help you get your project together. Now, tell me about this music group, because I know you and George Hunter Sr. work together, mm -hmm. right? Tell me about this music mm -hmm. group that y'all co-founded. Um, basically, uh, I don't know, we... we we basically grew up together, and um, it's my best friend since third, since like 12, 13 years old as well. He's nothing other than a brother, so he grew up the same way I did. My dad was his dad. It's like, you know, we all fam. So uh, our, even our love for music is the same. You know, we both, even though we went different paths, different schools, he went to school for music as well, you know. Wow. And, uh he actually went further than I did with 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 music uh, as far as education wise, but it's for us, it's for here, it's for our company. You know, um, we wanted to help local artists who have the potential to, you know, to be great. You know, and we wanted this, we wanted to just help be that boost. You know. We know a lot of, we knew people who had studios, we knew people who had record labels, independent labels and you know, that kind of stuff. And they would 
overcharge artists and you know wouldn't give information to help the artists get further with their career and so we just we wanted to be the opposite <laughs> you know we, okay. we we grew up and we kind of saw that that stuff and saw how that went it's like nah, you know why can't we just help you know like let's do that <laughs> everybody you know has a role um it's not just me you know it's him it's my brother we have other people who create on the team, um, I got a, even a nephew now who's like 15 years old, and even he's on the team creating. Yeah, he's he is creating like he is cold, <laughs> like, <laughs> like for real. Like I'm about to be like sliding over. <laughs> for real. So does but, he write or what does he do? Um, he he's another just. He, it's my nephew, so he's uh. <laughs> around this he's been around this all his life so he can play keys he's a drummer yeah he's writing he, he came to me last week and said hey um, I, got, I got i got a song i want you to hear tell me what you think about this okay like, i'm like yo let's uh let's put some of this down let's go ahead and put some of this down but he he's good he's gonna be great so we gotta we have a really strong team and everybody's focused everybody has the same mindset we got the same purpose, same goal. So, like, that's what we wanted the company to be about. So we named it Together as One Music Group. That's what the TA1 is. Awesome. It stands for Together as One. It takes all of us to make it happen. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm really proud of y'all, you know, because I know George. I met George um, Hunter. He was a sound engineer most nights when I would be at B.B. King on uh mondays usually when papa stanford slim barnes was there with the soulful saints and oh, yeah. be up there you know um engineering the sound <laughs> you know oh, yeah. so that's how i got to know him i didn't know that y'all were in this um music production business together i saw in your bio that you shared with me that you did after high school go on to orlando florida where you actually study um, some music. Where did you go? I went to Full Sail University. Okay. Um, it's a it's a school that's that's focuses on uh, the production side of um, music, uh, audio, the recording side, the live side. Um, they have a filming side mm. uh, and a game design side. Really. Uh, so, I have they those are the degree programs they offer. So I, you know, of course me, you know, I wanted to figure out what I was actually doing <laughs> mm -hmm. because I could rec I was recording, I was recording before I went to school. But you know, I just that's, that was the purpose of going to school to learn, you know, how to do it for real. So, so did you find the education and training um, that you? Um, received there helpful to you did it did it validate what you had already learned on your own how did it help you how did going to receive formal training help you in an educational setting um it did it did it it, it, it was uh, a lot to say working uh recording software right so you operate recording software and you know these effects that you know what they sound like, but you don't know 
the correct terms to use and what they actually do and how they actually work. So yeah, the, the school, the educational setting actually taught me how to do what I do now. Like I, I did learn correctly how to use what I do. Okay. And so you were able to um, learn all of that terminology, the jargon, so that now when you interact with other professionals, right? Oh yeah. Yup. You speak in the same language as them. Of course. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And, you know, I asked you that because I'm big on education. I come from a family of academians. My mama was an educator, my aunties, you know, different ones. And I believe in um, obtaining a higher education. It doesn't have to be in a college. It could be a technical, vocational realm. But a lot of times, like you, you may have God-given gift to do music, play music, write music, record, produce music. But, you know, you can take it to another level when you get that formal education and training, you know, to add to your resume. Oh, yeah. It makes you that much more marketable. So has it helped you in that way, you feel? Um, I, say, <laughs> I, would, I, don't, I, I wouldn't really know. I wouldn't really know. Because I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't think I market myself. Like, I just started recently just trying to, you know, come out of the cave. Because for a lot of years, I mean, I love what I do. And, you know, I didn't really advertise what it is, <laughs> what it is I do. I just do it. I just stay in the cave and I just work and work and work and put out music. And, and I'm cool with that. But like, nah, I, I feel like it, it's time to go, to come out of the cave. Yeah, you got to come out of that cave, boo, because you, you have so much to offer. You have so much to offer. I mean, you're doing it. You know what? God is forcing you out of the cave, I believe. <laughs> Just yeah. by the network that he has set you up with. He is like, he's opening doors and windows for you. You know, and that's the beauty of it because you're so humble. You have such a beautiful spirit of humility you just love what you do. Like you said, you've been in your cave, you know, and people just came to you or word of mouth, right? Yeah, and you weren't even marketing. And opportunities have come to you. Humongous opportunities have come to you. So imagine what's going to happen now that you are making an effort. <laughs> right. I'm just waiting for the boom. I feel the boom coming. And I'm just excited for you. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your family. I'm excited for all of the um, local artists, musicians, you know, that you are connected with. Because you know everybody. Everybody knows you. When I put your, um, the official event flyer out for this interview, they don't pay attention to much, okay? But when I put yours out, my phone started ringing. <laughs> In different, you know, local artists musicians they they called me and i was like i didn't know they still had my number you know and they were like oh you wow. you go interview chill and i was like yeah you know chill it's like yeah, everybody know chill <laughs> <laughs> you know so i was like yeah yeah chill is gonna be on the podcast you know because he, he has something that he needs to share i wanted you to share your um Offering services, your gifts, your talents, and all that. So, it's, we're nearing the one hour mark, and I wanted to 
um, you know, as we come to a close, I wanted to give you an opportunity if you are able to share what you have coming up in the near future, because I saw something, I think, or a little bird might have told me about a project that might debut tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, when in December, um, Mackenzie's EP dropped. And okay. while I was working on Mackenzie's EP, I was also working with Destiny Turner from here in Montgomery. Who? Destiny Turner. <laughs> and she's a local R&B singer as well. I have not met Destiny Turner, but I know who that is because I have seen her pineapple jewelry, her t-shirt, <laughs> and I have seen a lot of her videos where she performed at B.B. King. I think she even performed at the Impact on mm -hmm. um, some bill. Forget who it was. Was it um, Paul Davis? Was it something that he did? I can't remember. It was. It was the. Uh, it was actually the Kirk J and Friends event Paul Davis did. Okay, that was Paul. And she, okay. Yeah, and she, awesome. and she, she now sang. she, I, I think what I have heard her sing was like Anita Baker. She has a high range. <laughs> yes, she does got a, yeah, she does put you in the mind of that, that, that kind of vibe. Okay, so. I pay attention, you know, when I hear notes, I'd be like, my ears perk up, you know, <laughs> so I, I pay attention. So, so she, I think, is it tomorrow? Her EP is gonna be on Facebook Live. The drop of that or something? It's a, uh, it's a live version. Um, we actually did um, a live session of of the whole EP. It's uh, I think it's five, six songs. Wow. And um, we we put, you know, of course, live. Got to put that spin. Got to put a little bit of a little sauce on there. So, you know. And she, I mean, you know, even singers, you know, they're going to they gonna put their sauce on it live. You know, a studio is one thing. They want it to sound perfect. But live, they, they put that soul in there. So, yeah. oh, so it's like a video live performance. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I have to pay attention then. I have to tune in to that. That's wonderful. Congratulations to her. Congratulations to you. Well, I, I know that all of y'all will be successful. Y'all are already um a success you know locally regionally on the southeastern front and one of the things one of the goals that i set um for this podcast is to be able to continue to share the performing arts and grown folk conversation with the world um you know we we want to go everywhere me, you, those of us, you know, who are involved in this in an industry called the performing arts and entertainment. Um, and right now we in quarantine, you know, going on what, two and a half, three months. So we really can't move around um, the country as we would like to. So I'm really grateful that God gave me the insight a year ago when I was in Texas to create this podcast so that I can do it virtually. And y'all are so smart. Y'all gonna do a virtual EP drop. Okay? <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, I believe in giving credit where credit is due. And um, like I said, at the onset of this interview, Chill, you know, 
I'm glad I found you when I created my new Instagram because I got hacked last year. I lost everybody and I'm trying to rebuild there. But I saw you. I was like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> you know, I'll follow you and you. Another thing I wanted to um, applaud you on, sir, is you are a wonderful exhorter. A lot of the posts that I read that you post and share are um, very encouraging and uplifting. Okay. And that's who I find you to be a very humble spirit and a man of God who that's your foundation, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm a PK as well. Oh, you a PK? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we can just spirits, right? For real, for real. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I knew it was something vibing over there. Okay, well, you know, you 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 spit truth, you spit knowledge, but you spit words of encouragement. And I'm always gonna try to um, stay connected to people who are positive. Okay, okay, and I find that in you. So tell me and tell the world, tell the people, how can they get in touch with Mr. J Chill and the TA One Music Group? Um, right now it's just through email and, uh, through IG. Um, it's, uh, Okay, so what's your email address? It's jr underscore c-h-i-l-l at yahoo.com. Yahoo? I'm still, you oh. You still use a Yahoo chip? <laughs> <laughs> you yes. in the case for real. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what is there a phone number they can reach you at? Or would you prefer just the email and the IG? Uh I prefer email and IG. Okay, and what's your IG account? It's uh the, the real underscore J Chill. Okay, the real T H E R E A L underscore j-c-h-i-l-l okay well you guys th that is gonna be um we're gonna call it a wrap and i'm just really want to thank um music producer arranger composer writer singer musician musical director henry chillis aka j chill for giving me the honor and the pleasure of conducting an interview with him tonight. You are the first music producer, arranger, composer <laughs> that I have the privilege of interviewing. And I'm so blessed that it was you. I'm so, grateful for the opportunity. Yes, sir. Thank I look you. forward to working with you as the days go forward. Ricard Jones Unlimited. I will be in touch and um, I'm sure we'll be able to do something. Most definitely. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, sir. God bless you and your family, okay? Bless you too. And thanks to everyone that viewed tonight. You will be able to catch this um, live recording unfiltered with car jones unlimited llc podcast i will be uh, uploading it to my youtube channel at car jones unlimited you'll also be able to catch it on anchor um casket um what is it cast podcast google podcast apple itunes breaker radio public it's on a whole bunch of forms but i'll put it out there so you can see it when you get it share it share this young man with the world
Mr. J. Chill, born and raised in the capital city of Montgomery, Alabama. Signing off, Car Jones Unlimited, Chandra Purdue. Good night. Peace.